Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh, we made a baby. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Becca Bristow. You may know me from my YouTube channel where I talk about all things health and wellness. So when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to bring you guys on this journey, but I also knew I wanted to include this guy right here. So we hope you'll join us on this journey of all things pregnancy, prepping for parenthood, and what in the world's going on with this girl's body, Becca's body. <laughs> and our baby. Oh, of course, yeah, our baby. So make sure to tune in every week as we share everything that is going on with us and baby Bristow. And your big old belly. <laughs> and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast, episode two of this pregnancy journey. <laughs> Today we'll be, cover we'll be covering weeks four through eight of Becca's pregnancy and all the things that happened. Just let your imagination run wild. It's not going to run wild because we're going to tell them exactly what happened. We're going to tell you. Um, but just some overall thoughts on weeks four through eight as I try to remember is okay. definitely start to sink in. That's going to be real. It's going to be or that it is? I guess it is real. <laughs> it was even more real now, but back then it was just starting to sink in. Right. But just talking about it more with each other. Um and this is definitely at some point within these weeks, I think, is when you really started to feel sick and some of those symptoms came on, which I'm sure you'll talk about. Yeah. So why don't I just hand it over to you and you start with that week four, that pesky week. <laughs> well, week four was actually fine. Oh, that's great. So both week four and five really were not bad at all. I felt pretty much, well, week four for sure, I felt completely normal. I was not sick. I was not tired. That's still extremely early. So, you know, your hormone levels aren't crazy yet. So you're not feeling awful, which eventually did happen. Um, but yeah, so week four and five were easy. Um, week four, I think like the only symptom I really had was just like feeling like heavy down in like my uterus, I guess. I don't know if it kind of feels like right before or like right before you're about to get your period or like the first day of your period where it just feels like heavy down there. Um, that was kind of happening off and on. And then week five still felt great. Um, I had written down that I said I felt not 100%, but looking back in comparison to how I felt in weeks later, I felt just fine during week five, I'm pretty sure. This is bringing back memories for me. I think week four and week five, somewhere in there, Becca was saying how she wanted to feel sick because oh yeah because the pregnancy didn't feel real and i said i mean take advantage of this because you'll probably regret these comments and then 100 percent. and then i think week six happened but anyway yeah but i did say that multiple times that oh, yeah. i wanted to be sick well not so that it would feel real but just because when you are sick you know that your hormones are rising it's like a sure sign that the pregnancy is progressing the way it's supposed to sure but I don't want you to feel sick. Right, yeah. And you were right. I'm, and I'm glad I did take advantage of this, those weeks because I certainly did. Um, but yeah, for week five, I was still like going to the gym every morning, felt completely energized, normal, not sick. And um, I think like my boobs were sore, started to get sore. And I was like a little bit crampy off and on, like just really light, like nothing that made me nervous by any means. Um, and I remember being really thirsty that week, and I've been thirsty ever since, pretty much. But yeah, four and five were like nothing. And then, as you said... <laughs> Enter week six. <laughs> this, is when things, this is when things started to go downhill. Um, 
but I don't know. It's weird because like just how the weeks work, just the way that I, I was telling Matt, like the way that I wrote things down, like I remember week six being really awful, but um, it actually wasn't as bad as like I remember. So anyway, week six was a fun week because some different things happened. One that was scary and one that was exciting, which we'll get to. But as far as symptoms for week six, I was just like really cold, like very cold all the time. Remember I kept telling you how cold I was? You needed blankets. Yeah, blankets. We'll still need blankets. But like sweatshirts, I was just like freezing all the time. I could not get warm. Yeah, it didn't work for me because I'm always hot. Yeah. So I like to sleep in the freezing cold. Right. He's always hot and I'm always cold. So that's that's something that it's a struggle in our relationship. No, I'm just kidding. Not at all. But um, yeah, I think I was just like bloated and just cold and um but i still felt pretty good that week like i remember i got so much work done i was like filming videos out the wazoo just trying to get ahead because i was just like kind of waiting for like that shoe to drop like waiting to get sick and i just remember looking up like online like when women started to feel sick and um everyone said like around week six or seven which is like where i kind of was so i was just waiting for that to happen just getting a lot of work done and um one thing that did happen that week that was kind of scary. Do you remember? Well, you were at work, so you weren't like there for it. Although you did meet me. Oh yeah, I was at work, and you were texting me about some weird arm pain you had, and that it could mean something's wrong with the baby. Right. I forget so, the word. It's a tough word to say. Ectopic. So we had a little bit of a ectopic pregnancy scare. Obviously, it turned out to be fine. Baby is fine <laughs> in the uterus, not anywhere else. But I got really scared because. One day during this week, I woke up and I remember I went to the gym and I was leaving the gym and just thinking the whole time, like I had this shooting pain down my arm, which I'd never experienced before. It wasn't extremely painful, but it was like definitely there and I was very aware of it and it just like hurt a little bit. And I just thought that that was strange because I'd never experienced it before. And I know like, you know, you go through so many changes when you're pregnant, but I've never heard of anyone talking about shooting pains down their arms, like maybe down their legs. Um with like round ligament pain or whatever. Um, but anyway, so I got, I got on Google, which since then I have like not, have not done. I've been really good about not going on the forums cause they can just scare the crap out of you. But there were people saying that like neck pain specifically, but potentially arm pain could be a symptom of an ectopic pregnancy, which scared the crap out of me. So I called my, um, like doctor or OB slash midwife office and explained to the nurse what I was experiencing. And she was kind of like, well, it's probably nothing, but let's just go ahead and do an ultrasound just to be totally sure. So then I texted you and then... That's right. I was at work. And at first I just figured you were trying out the 25 pound weights instead of the 20s. And you got... <laughs> I was not lifting 20 pound <laughs> weights. Not even close. So I was like, you're trying to go too big. and then, <laughs> But no, I was worried. and uh, You were worried. Well, because you were probably because you're Google forums, but... Um, so I, I got, I, I left cause it was during lunchtime. So I was able to just kind of go during lunch to meet you at the, um, I guess the, yeah, we didn't actually office. go to my doctor's office. We went to like a medical imaging place cause they couldn't take me at my, um, doctor's office like that short notice. Um, I don't know something with the ultrasound techs weren't there or something. So, so I went and we got the ultrasound done and they like, didn't tell us there. Remember? She like, didn't give us any information. That's right. Yeah. She so, didn't seem like, she seemed like positive about the whole thing, but she never like clearly stated like, yeah. And I was like afraid to ask her. Well, I don't even know if she could like, t- was, like technically tell me. Like, right. I don't know if she's like allowed to be liable for that, but, 
Um, so I didn't ask because I was just like afraid. <laughs> and they said that they would call me and let me know that afternoon. And I never got a call. So then I was like really freaking out. So then the next morning I called like right when they opened and asked if I could, you know, get the results. And they basically it was like some kind of miscommunication and they were apologizing, saying we're so sorry that someone didn't call you and tell you yesterday, but everything's fine. The baby's in the uterus. Like it's all good. Um, and so we did actually see the baby on the ultrasound during, I guess that was week five or six, whatever that was. And it was just a little teeny tiny, all you could really see was a yolk sac, but they yeah. were like, you're not going to see a heartbeat so early. Like don't freak out, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't even a Bristow blob yet. It was, yeah, it was still just a little <laughs> it was dot little or something. Yeah. I could only really see the yolk sac, but she was like showing me all these things. And I was like, I don't know what you're even talking about. Um, I could barely see anything. Um, so that was crazy. That was like a big scare, I guess that week. Um, definitely. And I just remember it like still, even though we like had the ultrasound, it just like still didn't feel real at all because I still felt normal. Like I just didn't think it would really start to sink in until I started like feeling physical symptoms, you know? Yeah. Um, let's no, I wish you had no, none of these physical symptoms. I don't know what I'm <laughs> trying to say, symptoms. but yeah, you should. <laughs> <What's that thing? laughs> I'm just trying to figure out my words here. You should have wished for no symptoms, but a healthy pregnancy. Yeah. I don't know if that's possible. But. Yeah, that's possible. Some women feel great. Lucky, lucky ladies. Um, okay, so then the other thing that happened during week six was exciting, and we told... We told Rebecca's family... Yeah, just my immediate family. ...that she was knocked up. Yeah, that I was expecting. So we told them... Uh, we were actually... It was on Easter Sunday. We were down... Um, the shore like with my family so it was actually a funny story so we knew all weekend we wanted to tell them but didn't know exactly when it was going to happen because we wanted like everyone you know like my parents my sister brother-in-law all to be like upstairs in like the family room when that time came and we had a little bandana that I ordered from Etsy it was like a little dog bandana that goes like right on um you know a dog's collar so we got it for Rosie and it just said big sister on it it was really cute. So we knew at some point it was going to happen. We thought we were going to tell him on Saturday, but it just like never worked out. And then Sunday came around and um, I think it was Sunday. I honestly can't remember. Uh, I think it was Saturday because we, yeah, we went golfing Saturday. We told him after. Oh, yeah. right. It was after you got back from golf. Right. So we actually, my sister, mom and I walked. There's like this little like boutique downtown um, in Avalon. It's called the Preppy Palm. And they just have like cute stuff. And I had to get a, a birthday gift for my aunt. So we walked up there and I got something for her. And my sister actually p like picked out a um, like a little onesie and then like this cute like baby book for her sister-in-law who is pregnant. She's, I don't know, maybe like 12 weeks ahead of me or something. So I thought nothing of it, whatever. She was just buying it for her sister-in-law. But meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, you have no idea that I'm actually pregnant. And I'm about to tell you like... <laughs> the second we get home. So this was so weird. So we went back and pretty much right away, I like, we went back into my room or our room, put the thing on Rosie. And then we were like, look, everyone, we got like something for Rosie to wear on Easter. And I think everyone was just like, Oh, it's cute. Like wasn't really like looking at what it said. Right. <laughs> and my mom was like, wait, what does it say? And I just blurted it out. I was like, big sister. And then the weirdest part was, ins I mean, they were obviously excited. but They were screaming. Of, they were shocked. I, I, one of them or both of them were like, I knew it. I knew it. Right. Yeah. So immediately my mom just looks at my sister 
And my sister says, I knew it. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't tell anyone. I have been feeling normal. Like, I've been giving no signs. And she had, like, some weird psychic dream that (laughs) I was pregnant. And she told my mom that morning. And she said, you know, I just really think that Becca is pregnant for some reason. And my mom was like, you're crazy. Like, why would you think that? Like, that's so random. And so the weirdest part was she was like, I bought that onesie and that book for you. Like, I just had this feeling like that's not for my sister-in-law. That is for you. Because she was like, I had this feeling that you were pregnant, which is just crazy. And she was totally right. Um, So, yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't believe she had that feeling. Um, Yeah, we were all shocked. It was very exciting. like, kind of weirded out. But (laughs) at the same time, it was really cool. All right, so that was week six. And then week seven was when it really got... That's when things really went downhill this was the worst week out of all the weeks all of the weeks from seven to i guess 12 were hard but this one was definitely the worst i'm sure part of it was because it was the first time you're feeling some of these symptoms or they could have just been worse in general but i don't know maybe the initial shock of like the brick wall hitting you yeah i don't know i mean i feel like i was pretty prepared to feel sick because like i was just like waiting for it like every day i was waking up and like do i feel sick like just waiting for it to happen but Man, like the coupling of exhaustion and severe, just like being so nauseous that you feel like you're going to throw up like all the time. It's just like really, it really does knock you like off your feet. Um, So anyway, I would say like the first couple days of week seven, I was feeling like a little bit nauseous, but I was still like working through the day. It wasn't really like slowing me down by any means. I was like just kind of trying to ignore it. But after, like, two days, that, like, cute nausea was <laughs> was far gone. And then it got, like, really, really intense. So I was – this is also, like, when I started to throw up. Um, I threw up a few times that week. And um, luckily I wasn't throwing up every day or, like, after every meal, like some women, thank God. But I definitely was throwing up. Um, and I also was not sleeping well, like, at all. Like this week and the next week, I was just waking up in the middle of the night, um, just feeling really nauseous. And I just like getting a full night's sleep was kind of rare during like these these weeks um, where I was really sick because it was just like hard because I was sick. Um, and also something during this week. So this I mean, I was pretty much in bed. Like once those like days of cute nausea <laughs> wore off and it was like the real deal. I was so sick every time I would like sit up. I just felt like I was going to throw up. So I pretty much just stayed in bed horizontal all day because that was like the only way that I felt semi okay. Yeah, I remember coming home from work and you would you'd be in the same, same spot. spot. <laughs> you'd be in the same spot as when I left you nine hours earlier. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. That's like not an exaggeration at all. And also this week and the following week were um, when the painter was here. We got like our sunroom. If you follow me on Instagram, I like talked about it so much on there. But we had our like sunroom and our house painted. And it was like a huge project. It took the guy two weeks. And I just remember in the morning, just the thought and like having to go downstairs to just unlock the door to let him in. Like he eventually like we I stopped even like greeting him in the morning he would just like go straight straight into the sunroom and whatever so just the idea of having to get up and walk downstairs to unlock the door was so hard like that's how sick I was I just couldn't even bear the thought of standing up for 30 seconds and walking downstairs because I just felt so horrible I mean obviously I did it and then I'd go immediately back to bed um but another thing this week that was just so hard was 
I was starving, but like hardly anything sounded good. Like any food was just like, no, I don't want that. That makes me feel even more sick. But then there would be like the most random food in the world that actually did sound good. And whatever it was, Matt would go out and get it for me. And I would take like two bites and just be like, no, like, and just immediately feel sick. So like even the like random rare food that actually sounded somewhat appetizing and I felt like I would be able to get down, I would take a few bites and just be like, I can't even eat it. So I was so hungry, but I couldn't eat because I was just so sick, which is torture because I like to eat. (laughs) It's true. I felt bad for you, but it was great for me because some of the cravings you had are things that I wish we had in our household all the time. Yeah, I would never eat like uh, Old Bay potato chips. Yeah, Mm. mm, they were good. So good. We'll probably have to get those again at some point during Mm -hmm. this pregnancy. Sounds really good right now, actually. Um, Yeah, so it was just, it was rough. I watched a lot of The Office. I think I've watched almost all the seasons. I've got like two to go. Now that I'm like more functional, I've not been watching it every single day. I also watched a lot of Dateline. But yeah, pretty much just TV and relaxing was all I was really getting done. So I wasn't really working, which was like another like mentally just like exhausting thing because I am just like used to working a lot and I have been I mean obviously I work for myself so like I have to hold myself accountable and it was just like kind of a hard hard thing because I felt guilty like it was weird like half of me felt really guilty for like not working and then the other half was just kind of like I mean you've been working your butt off for the past few years like just take advantage of this rest period and like enjoy it and savor it even though it's hard to savor feeling sick but you know what I mean right yeah I mean I don't know. Just rest. Don't don't push it. Just you right. you worked hard enough, you know. Right. But I know I understand how it's like it can drive you crazy to like you yeah, know, not so do anything all day. Exactly. Know? So that started like just to get to me like mentally cuz laying in bed all day being sick is just, you know, days on end. It's like fine for the first couple of days. It's like really relaxing and you kind of enjoy it, but after that it's just like okay when is this gonna end and I had no idea I was like am I gonna be this sick for the rest of the first trimester like I have no idea so that was just kind of another scary thought like am I gonna be literally in bed for the next four weeks like that was just like too much to even handle because I was like I'm not gonna be able to not work and like not be productive because I'll just go crazy um so yeah that was definitely the hardest and then at the end of week seven um I had my first visit, prenatal visit, technically, kind of. We had our first visit. No, you actually didn't go to this one. I didn't go to this one. (laughs) So this one I just met with, like, a nurse that was, that it's, like, in the practice that I've been going to. And it was just, like, an info session, just going over um, just, like, basics of, like, pregnancy, like, you know, what you can eat and do and not do and all of that, Um, just, like, the basic stuff. And then she also went over, like, all of the tests and screenings that are available throughout the pregnancy and just like gave me a lot of information on those so we could decide if you know what we wanted to do Um, but then I also got blood work done which I was dreading because I absolutely hate getting blood work done it's my least favorite thing in the world I have like such a phobia of it but it was actually fine I like put valor oil all over myself and was like huffing it in the waiting room waiting to go back and it was fine I was like pretty calm so it wasn't bad, and I don't have to get it done again, I think she said, until, like, week 28, which everyone scared me. Everyone was like, oh, you're going to have to get blood work, and blood work like, every week. Good luck. Like, no, that's not true at all, at least not for my case. The myths of pregnancy. <laughs> my sister told me that, actually, um, and that has not been the true, true for, for me, at least. Okay, so that was week seven. That was definitely the hardest, like, hands down, um, and I guess, like, how did you, like, you feel, like, 
when I was just helpless? Like, was it annoying or did you feel bad? Um, I don't think it was annoying. I it, honestly, I felt really bad, um, yeah. especially being at work and not being able to help you. And just, I don't know, I felt like, I mean, we don't text often during the workday, but when we do check in, I just, every time I just felt like helpless because, you yeah. know, I'm at work, you're there, I can't really bring anything to you except for uh, surprise pizza when I get home from work. But, yeah, um, you did do that one day. That was before yeah. I felt sick, though. Oh, okay, gotcha. It was great. I'm glad it was great, yeah. A surprise slice. I'll do it more often <laughs> if you'd like me to. Um, it's probably not a good habit to get into. But yeah, it was just probably in the back of my head, I probably said this to you, too, was you shouldn't have wished for this because... You kind of well, wish for it. <laughs> it's not like I brought it on. <laughs> well, I know, but yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Helpless feeling and uh, just feeling really bad and wish, you know, there's nothing I can really do except for. Yeah, you, like, you know, couldn't ask. leave and like bring me lunch. All I wanted yeah. was like chicken soup and mac and cheese. That was like the only things. Right. But even when I was with you, it's just like there wasn't much I could do for you, it seemed like. But Yeah, there really wasn't. I mean, there's. I mean, you were like super helpful like if there was something that I, I felt like I could eat you would like immediately go out and get it like if you you know weren't at work that's true was, like you were definitely a trooper but I mean there really is not much you can do like other than just get through it like because you can't I mean you can technically like obviously medication is is an option I think like diclegis is the one that's currently safe but I don't know every few, few years like Zofran is no longer recommended so that's still like that freaks me out but I mean it after that week it did get a lot better like a lot not, I mean not a lot better but it was more manageable after that week but I mean if I had felt that way like I could, literally couldn't get out of bed for week like more than just that week um I probably would have definitely considered it because you know that's just like it's just brutal anyway so then moving on to the last week um at least for this episode week eight week eight so week eight there was a little bit of a shift um, I did not feel quite as nauseous, like all, well, first off, I didn't feel nauseous, like all the time really anymore versus week seven. I was like nauseous from the time I got up till the time I went to bed. It never went away. And week eight, it wasn't quite that bad. Um, it kind of switched to more feeling really awful at night and feeling like, okay, during the day, I never felt 100%. I never felt myself, um, for the whole first trimester. But I was at least slightly functional to, like, where I could actually get up and, like, heat up some lunch for myself to eat. (laughs) Um, And I got, like, a little bit of work done that week, um, a lot of, like, working from bed. But it definitely kind of shifted where I felt okay during the day and I felt awful every night, um, which kind of continued throughout the first trimester. But also there was a shift because it went from just a ton of nausea feeling like I was gonna throw up throw up and then also some throwing up to more like flu-like symptoms so I've had like kind of a mix of flu nausea and then like what feels like a hangover throughout the whole first trimester like that's the best way I can describe it sometimes it just felt like I was hungover sometimes it just felt like I had the flu and I just wanted to lay down Um, other times I was super nauseous and then sometimes it was like a mix of all of those at the same time just depending but yeah definitely felt um like it was getting a little bit better like slightly more manageable um again I didn't feel great but it was just it was a little bit better and I still like threw up a few times that week like randomly um sometimes things just wouldn't sit well um and it was usually always like at night like before I would go to bed Um, right I got to see your dinner a second time yeah gotta love that (laughs) disgusting but actually some really fun things happened this week so 
one, I'll let Matt explain what happened this week. This was pretty pretty huge. Oh, uh, just you know, casual. I was able to be with you every day. <laughs> Why is that? Drum roll, because I quit my <laughs> corporate America job you after sure uh, six years of being an accountant in the accounting space. Because mm-hmm. Becca is a superstar and she's doing so well. <laughs> no, but we've been talking about it for well, honestly since we were, I don't know, probably since we were married or yeah. even before that, that, you know, we wanted to work together someday. Um, that comes back to when on our honeymoon we decided you were going to quit your mm-hmm. job about a year and a half ago to pursue like YouTube and other opportunities full time to work on your own. And since then you just took off. So we finally got to the point where I was able to quit. and um, Yeah, I never thought it would happen this soon. I mean, huge thanks to Young Living because it wouldn't have happened no, very without true. them. Definitely big assist to them. Yeah. Um, but um, I had something to say. Yeah, so you're a free man. Yeah, I'm a free man. Um, no longer working for the man. No longer working for the man. I'm working you're for the... You're working, working for, for the woman. Working for the Rebecca Rebecca <laughs> over here. Um, you're working with me, not for me. But no, the fact that you were pregnant, that kind of... That was a big hump to get over like i don't know should i you know like yeah because we, uh, we had been seriously talking about it for a while like are we gonna do this and then maybe we'll do it in the spring maybe we'll do it in the spring and then i got pregnant so it was like oof, should we wait like should you just stay and work there for the nine months and then take the paternity leave and then go back for a little bit and then pretty much quit after that and so right. it was a lot to think about but i mean it's it, we could do it so it was kind of like yeah, it would be the safe choice for you to just continue to work throughout the pregnancy just so we have that, like, you know, safety net. Right. But, um, I mean, we basically have a safety net with savings and stuff. Like, we're not we're not really <laughs> going out on a limb here, risking everything by any means. But, yeah, so it was, it was, I don't know. But at the same time, the idea of having you be so much more present in the pregnancy and, like, be able to go to all the appointments because, like, you like couldn't really like leave work right willy-nilly like they were pretty right strict um very true so yeah that happened yeah when you were the other thing was you were considering hiring somebody like at least like maybe part-time so it kind of was like the perfect storm where you're getting so busy and we you know we're at the point where i could leave that it just kind of made sense right definitely a hard decision but do not regret it no no i mean it's been great and I, i have no no fear really yeah and now we're doing this podcast here we are <laughs> our first project together um yeah so that was huge and then another huge thing that happened that week was we then told my family mm-hmm. um about a week and a half after uh we told becca's because we were finally able to get some of my family together i have three older siblings and they all have a husband or soon to be husband my three sisters and uh my dad um so i had there were six of us total at dinner, and yeah. um, I think I first broke. I first broke the news that I we quit had a my, lot of news to break. Yeah, I first broke the news that I quit my job, <clears throat> so that was a shock. And I was like, "Oh, I also have some other news." And over the past year, I've whenever I met a family dinner, or more than a year, probably like two years. Yeah. Whenever we're at a big fa- big family dinner, I'll I'll pretend to like make a toast or make a joke that, you know, oh like looking forward to seven months from now when little Johnny's born or uh, making up names, but uh, just mess with my family and they'll for a second believe me, but they know I'm joking around. So I kind of do the same thing where, Oh, well, no, I also like every time this happened, I had a glass of wine in my hand. So they're right. always like, Oh no, 
All right. She's not pregnant. So Becca ordered a glass of wine to kind of fool them. And then right at the beginning of dinner, I told, I was like, I just kind of said, oh, we have another surprise. And I was like, you know, Becca hasn't taken a sip of her wine yet. And everyone was just kind of like, like dumbfounded, like, like what's he talking about? Like, like waiting, like waiting for me to follow up or her to follow up. And I think I probably waited a few seconds too long. And it was just <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, she's having a baby, and it was just complete shock and excitement. So that was exciting. But yeah, it was a good thing I ordered the wine because Melissa had a feeling. One of his sisters, she said that she kind of had a feeling that I was pregnant, but then she saw me order wine and was like, "Oh no, she must not be." And then when you said, uh, "You know, we've got some other news," your dad said that he immediately looked at my glass of wine and was like, "Oh, it's not gonna be pregnancy." <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that was clutch that I ordered that. Yeah, that was good. Worked out well. And then we have uh, we faced. Oh, yeah we facetimed my one sister that lives in new york um and it was really loud in there but i had you know my sister facetimed her and handed me the phone and um she she has a, a newborn she has two kids and, and also including a newborn and she was kind of had the um the camera on the newborn and then as it was on the newborn i was like oh that's i'm gonna we're gonna have one of those in november and <laughs> she face. she literally flipped the camera like in a split second to her face and it was just shocked like are you serious <laughs> she's like what yeah it, that was probably the best reaction um yeah that was awesome i wish i could have done done it better like that in front of the whole group but <laughs> it, it just worked out perfectly and um yeah she was shocked and excited as well so it worked out yeah it was good they were all excited yeah definitely shocked yeah the glass of wine helped absolutely yeah. <laughs> so the news was out there with my family and i did i not tell you i said when we get back from italy your family is going to be every anytime we hang out they're going to be like it's becca drinking it's becca drinking and you told me i was crazy you were like they're not paying attention that much like they don't like no, they're not going to pick up on that apparently people do so apparently people do oh we also forgot to say i don't remember what this is before i was sick this is probably like week five Week yeah, we five, um yeah. we had a birthday party for your dad down the beach at like our favorite uh, Mexican restaurant. It's called Agave and Lewis. If you've ever been, Lewis Delaware. Lewis Delaware, it's amazing. It's it really is like the best Mexican food. I mean, I know everyone who's like on the West Coast says we don't have good Mexican food, but this place is legit. And their margaritas aren't like amazing. And I, if I went to Agave and didn't order a margarita, it would be a dead, absolute dead giveaway. So I was panicking all week because we had we had known for like four or maybe four days at this point. Yeah, like it, it was, was early really, on. really early. Right. And we weren't ready to tell anyone. So <laughs> I was trying to like devise a plan the whole week and how to like get a margarita glass in my hand. I was like, maybe I'll just order a margarita and just like not drink it and like let Matt take sips of it. So it looks like, you know, it's right. getting drunk getting drank <laughs> um, but other. i ended up just ordering there was like a moment at the bar where there was like no one there it was just like a private room and there was like no one around so i went up and i ordered i was like can you make me a virgin margarita and um she was like yeah i can probably do that and they have these like really cool like hand-painted margarita glasses they're like really awesome they're like known there and she was like oh but you want it in a cool glass right and i was like Oh my God, yes, it has to be. Um, I was like, I have a secret that I can't tell. It has to look like I'm drinking a margarita. She was like, oh, all right, all right, I got you, I got you. <laughs> um, but then, so I ended up, obviously I was sober. I was drinking my virgin margarita that everyone thought was real. And I just, ha just had the one and I ended up driving home. Like, I was like, oh, I'll drive Melissa's car home. Like, it's fine. Like, I only had one mar margarita. And even though I, I had that margarita, people were still questioning the next day. Like, is Becca pregnant? She drove home. Right, exactly. So... I was right. I knew they were going to be hot. That was good. Yeah, you held, we held it a secret as of then. <laughs> yeah. That was good. 
Yeah, it was good. Um, all right, anyway, so back to week eight. A couple more, well, one more really exciting thing. So we had our first ultrasound that week, right? We did. I was at this one. You were at that one. Yeah, I can confirm that. Well, you were at the other one too. I was talking about the blood test earlier. Oh. I thought I was at oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I was there. Uh, it went well. Um, this is when the, the, I guess the phrase, the term, uh, the name Bristow Blob was coined yeah well there's uh, so there's just one so i have twins that fraternal twins that run in my family all right so we knew that there was a chance that there could be potentially two in there um which my mom just told me the other day that sometimes women find out in their third trimester that they're pregnant with twins which freaks me out i don't know how that's even possible surprise <laughs> yeah that's surprise of a lifetime look out for that podcast coming in september <laughs> no there's definitely just one in there but yeah, so we saw, we didn't get to hear the heartbeat, but we did see it like flickering in there, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it just literally at eight weeks looks like a blob. That's like the best way to describe it, like a little ball. There's no like visible limbs or anything. Yeah, like I, I was confused what we were looking at. But just, <laughs> that's, I think you're the Apparently one that, was a baby. you're the one that actually said bristle blob, and I don't think you meant to like keep it as a running thing, but yeah. I like jumped well, on that. Well, it's not a like, blob anymore. So. I know, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> that was a great name, so I, that's what I continue to call it. Yeah. Called um, he or she. He or she. Yeah, Not we still it. don't know. So, yeah. So, that was exciting. Um, I was definitely, like, nervous going into the ultrasound. Um, I showed, like, a little clip on our, like, pregnancy announcement video. We took, like, a little clip of when we were going to the appointment and stuff. Right. Um, and I was, like, nervous, but I had honestly been so sick that I just didn't doubt that there, A, was a baby in there and that, B, that it was still growing because... If it's no longer growing, your hormones do like drop off and you obviously start to feel more normal. So I was definitely a little nervous because you, you know, that's, it's nerve wracking regardless, but I was just so sick that I just was pretty confident that everything was going okay. But yeah, so it's good. It's good to see confirmed, you know, see the heartbeat and everything. Yeah. Um, and then at the very end of that week, we are not we um i had this like it was actually like a young living event um like in philly in the city and i had to like speak and i was like really nervous about it because i had been so sick and i had to give like two separate speeches and it was like an all-day thing and i was just worried about how i don't know how i was gonna feel but it ended up being fine i think i was just so distracted that i and you know there was just so much like so many people around lots of energy that i felt fine during the day and I think I just had a lot of adrenaline to like get me through. But I remember that night, I felt so. I feel like you weren't home. I don't know where you were. Uh, maybe at a Sixers game. Maybe. In basketball game. Yeah. Probably, because I just remember laying on the couch, like my favorite spot on <laughs> on the planet at this point in my life. <laughs> but just laying there watching like trashy shows because we watch non-trashy shows when we're together. You like more quality TV. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um. Yeah, but I remember just feeling awful. So that's been kind of like a theme throughout this where I feel really awful. But if I like get myself up and moving in some aspect and I'm like distracted and moving, I actually feel better. But then I always, no matter what, pay for it afterwards. And I feel like double or at least worse than I would have um, like later on. So I don't know. It's a trade off, I guess. But yeah, just um, a lot of resting throughout these weeks, a lot of feeling... It's awful. <laughs> yeah, a lot of throw up. A lot of, well, not a lot of throw up. There could have been more. Two or three. Like per it could week, have been man. worse. I mean, mm. 
two or three per week maybe yeah i feel like i probably like five or six times total during those weeks they're unfortunately worse than more but yeah so it was definitely i will say that it was harder than i expected i definitely expected to feel sick i expected to feel tired but i didn't expect to be like totally knocked on my butt like cannot get out of bed at least for a lot of it um and it really was just like week seven and eight were the were definitely the worst out of of everything it did get a little bit better um you know in the following weeks as far as the first trimester goes and we will go into that in more detail in our next episode but I guess I just want to ask you what were your like I mean I did kind of ask you your thoughts on me being sick but what were your overall thoughts on those weeks being the dad to the helpless (laughs) dad to be uh that I wish I could take it from you and I couldn't wait for the second trimester because I kept hearing that that's when mm-hmm. it uh, gets better, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wishing that in my head that you didn't wish for it because then maybe it wouldn't have come. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, yeah, I think I, I think I talked about it. I just felt helpless. Yeah, like, what can I do? I tried to do anything I can. but Right. Um, you made me breakfast every morning. It's true. Before you would leave for work and then in the weeks that you were here. Right, yeah. Oatmeal with peanut butter and chocolate and a little bit of milk. Yeah. And at um, first it was eggs. First it was eggs in the morning. That sounded good. And then eggs no longer sounded good that early. Yeah, you've been on an oatmeal yeah. binge. Oatmeal um, binge. Loving the oatmeal these days. But yeah, um, it was tough. It was tough to see. Yeah. Because uh, I can't relate. I don't know how that... Like, well, I'm not usually like... I usually don't get sick. And if I do, I just like take those couple days or whatever, like let it run its course and I just rest up. And then I'm like back to my usual self. Like right, but there was no end. Upbeat, yeah. right. And it just dragged on and on and on. And I think that was like another hard thing because like I just said, like when I do get sick, which is pretty rare, but if I do, I'm very like, okay, I'm just going to let my body rest. It's obviously fighting something off. I don't push it. I just take advantage of that time just to relax and rest. And, you know, in within 24, 48 hours, it's usually over and I'm back to 100% and I get right back into life and work and everything like full speed ahead. So I'm just kind of used to like when I am sick, just like shutting down and not being productive and not doing anything and like just letting things, you know, go by the wayside. But when you're sick for every day for, you know, four, six, however many weeks on end, eventually it comes to a point where you just have to push through and and work and be productive regardless of you feeling like crap so that was just another thing that I kind of had to deal with and learn to work through or have your husband quit his job and do the work for you yeah well you can't do all of there's some things that only I can do I know I'm just kidding um but yeah that that did certainly come at a convenient time because I was struggling to even get the basic work tasks done and so he really helped with that and just helped me like get through the day like yeah absolutely bring me food and water a lot of filling out my water bottle mm-hmm. still that's still happening happy to help oh thank you um but yeah so that is pretty much it for this episode i mean i feel like from a lot of the women that i've talked to and like videos that i've watched it sounds like i did have it like a little bit harder than a lot of women but at the same time there are some women who were literally sick for like all nine months straight every single day and some women who throw up after every single meal. And there definitely were women, are women out there that have have had it and will have it worse than I, uh, you know, worse than I did. And if you're one of them, oh my God, I give you like the most credit, like seriously standing ovation. You're a warrior because it is not easy. Like it really isn't. And I, don't, I just give you so much, especially if you have kids and you're going through that. Like, oh my gosh, 
So, so yeah, that was. <laughs> that's me clapping. That's you clapping. Oh, is that the standing ovation? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> okay. So, in our next episode, we will cover weeks, weeks nine through twelve. Yep. And then weekly episodes from there on out. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm excited for that because it's more fun to like give you all the current events details on a weekly basis versus right. like giving you overviews um but that's just kind of how it worked out yeah um it's worked out fine we got the equipment now we're ready to roll <laughs> we're this is our second one so i hope you enjoyed it don't forget to subscribe on every single platform now i'm just kidding whatever just platform, whatever you're platform you have. Uh, <laughs> most likely itunes although that's just because that's what i use but i think like 50 percent of people use it Access podcast via iTunes and give a fair, uh, fair review. I mean, if or five you, stars. If you want to give us a star, tell us why. You know, we'll improve. Yeah, we do need to improve. We are still like super new to this, like just figuring out the audio and getting us to be on the same page. You know, it's this is a whole new world. So we're True. just gonna figure this out as we go along. Let's do it. Yeah, but so we will see you guys next week, right? For four weeks, nine through twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Toodaloo. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.